great pleasure as always to go to James McConey out of Sky Sport to take a look at the week that has been in the world of sport. Afternoon, James. How are you, Elliot? Good to uh, talk to you. And I'm, I know you'll be part, oh, wait a minute, you're part of the Canterbury Mafia, aren't you? I am part of the Mafia. I'm sort of the, yeah. the Don, I'd like to think. <laughs> yeah, you've sort of like the, I'll make enough you can't refuse. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Horses and horse heads and beds and various things. What did you make of the game last night? Oh, what a game. I mean, that's what the final should have been last year, really. But I know you've, knowing you, Elliot, you would have devoted most of your show to that game. So I just wanted to zero in on a couple of things. One is that the play of Ethan Blackadder, we really need to say, okay, if he's going to play at that level, then you have to lock him in at number six. Um, and surely the Crusaders know that um, they've missed him uh, from last season, and so did the All Blacks. Yeah, he's in uh, imperious form, isn't he? Both sides of the ball, he just seems to pop up everywhere around the field, and then he's making tackles as well. It's a shame we didn't get to see him in full flight for the All Blacks last year and get some more black tests under his belt, but boy, uh, I can't see him being left out of the uh, the World Cup mix if he continues to play like this. And that's the thing. If you know there's a forward like him marauding around and Tom Christie, the one thing I'd like to maybe point out uh, about the Blues attack is when they made a break, the next play would invariably they'd keep it in the forwards. And I'm thinking, no, you, there's no point. Blackhead is there, Christie's there. Um, you know, they were, uh, Whitelock as well right, loves a turnover. So, I mean, there's, there's, it's too risky. I always think use your weapons out wide, you know, get it to, to the excitement machines, and maybe they would have stretched them a bit earlier rather than decide to turn it into an arm wrestle. But I think everyone got a little bit um, excited about the physical exchanges. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and, and look, the other thing that stood out to me last night was, that, as you said just before, the, the final that maybe we didn't get last year, which is credit to the Crusaders because they just suffocated the Blues in that final last year. But this was tit for tat, toe for toe, right through 80 minutes, and it was highly, highly engaging. Yeah, well, that, that, that's uh, for the playing that positive rugby, I, I actually really like what Bowden Barrett has done to his game. All he needs to do is bring back the the running element. I think, I think he's really taken on the role of being the, the game director, which he's doing perfectly. He's um, revamped his kicking, his goal kicking style and, and is, is metronomic now and has, you know, I think he probably slotted more than Richie Mwonga last night. But the, the, I think overall the Blues would just be disappointed that they didn't, they had opportunities and didn't take them. And, um, however, I still always say this and, um, uh, Mike Hoskins-Satutu, as we like to call him on the <laughs> ACC, he is an absolute enigma but crucial, I think, in the All Blacks year 2023. Somehow you've got to find a space for somebody who can just come out with some, you know, something out of the bag. How are your uh, Chiefs going? Yeah, they're looking all right. They're looking all right. It was one of those games, wasn't it, against the Rebels where you must feel just a little bit disappointed as the Rebels when you see the Chiefs put out their second 15 to face you. But... <laughs> They needed um, they needed their their subs to bring it home. Look, I think the Chiefs uh, um, can definitely be the disruptor this year. They look to me, um, along with the Blues, to be the uh, the more likely team to challenge uh, the Crusaders' dominance. I'm still thinking the Crusaders' title is, is still you know title number seven is is um, is on the cards. Warriors last night, how how good were they? I mean, it, I always find it hard to get too excited about the Warriors because I know it's it, you know the crash is just moments away, but very good last night. Wow! So <laughs> with the Warriors, Andrew Webster, the coach, take a bow. I mean, playing against the Sydney Roosters at, at in Sydney last week, that, that's a bit of a hospital pass second game up, and of course 
you'd expect them to lose. And I'll come back to the to the Roosters in just a minute, but I just want to say that uh, watching Tamari Martin and Sean Johnson uh, run the game perfectly off a great forward pack effort is just what we've wanted to see for so many years, right? Mm. It is. And it, you, you want to see the, the forwards lay the platform. Sean Johnson, Tamari Martin do their thing. Warriors crash over for points. And, and maybe we're seeing the ingredients come come now. Yeah, and we will see more um, more stars emerge because if they get that kind of ball, you'll see the confidence just build. So that back line, which was always slightly, you know, um, uh, topsy-turvy, uh, mercurial at times, you just sort of now can see that with the, with the right kind of pill, we're a dangerous side. But I do want to come back to the Roosters and all those super teams, if you like, um, the stack teams of Melbourne, Sydney. The Broncos look ridiculously good, right, with their... Um, their roster. Uh, I know people out there love that show, NRL 360. You know the grumpy old men sitting around earlier? I do. Yeah, I do watch it regularly. Yeah. yeah. And they think they're hard-hitting. But I tell you what, they aren't. Because the one thing, and the elephant in the room, is how these teams manage to recruit those all those stars under the salary cap. And so there's an untold story it's not being told, and those old geezers are not touching it with a barge pole. <laughs> and someone needs to get in there and work out how the hell that can happen when you know full well someone's getting a launch or a, you know, a, an apartment in Port Douglas or whatever it is to get all those players. They're even talking about Roger Tuivasa-Shek rejoining the Roosters, and they've already got seven superstars in there. It's less a salary cap with the Roosters and more like a salary sombrero or something, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, That's a good point. That's what we'll call it. And and just finally, the test cricket. uh, Kane Williamson can bat a bit, can't he? Yeah, Kane, uh, an all-time great. I still have him level pegging with Martin Crowe because I do believe it was harder to score tons back in the day. And, I mean, against the Sri Lankan team now, we should be scoring big runs against them. And it was good to see uh, Kane and Henry Nichols get their double tons. But if you look at the test landscape, it is just an easier place to be. For, for starters, you don't have to play the West Indies of old. And it wasn't just the West Indies at home. They travelled well as mm-hmm. well. So it's a double whammy there. So you just don't have to worry as much. And then there's no, there's no spinners like Warren or Murali or Vittori or even Kumble, um buzzing around you know, to bamboozle you. So, um, and obviously with Sri Lanka, I think um, Nichols might have been dropped a couple of times, but of course, so if you have someone like Marulli or even Malinga coming at you, it's a lot harder. So I feel like our batters need to step up against these teams mm-hmm. because it doesn't take much, Elliot, to go and have a look and see what our stats are like against Australia. And I'm not, I'm not here to shame anyone in the current team, but they're not good. No, they could be better. I think that's fair. They could be better against yeah. Australia. Hey, look, I think they're coming next summer, so chance for some sort of redemption or sorts uh, on home soil. Yes. Utu. Yeah, exactly. And look, I, I, I love what the Black Caps have done um, in the face of adversity against England. That was wonderful. And, and the Sri Lankan test, just so much drama. So, uh, and, and I appreciate uh, Tim Southey as a captain. I just think that, you know, sometimes when it comes to the Black Caps, we need to look at, you know, who we're playing the most often and just realise that, you know, the, the test landscape, sometimes even the best bowlers are saving themselves for IPL. And we've got one ourselves. Trent Bolt, so we're making it easier for them yeah. as well. That's a very good point. James McConey, thanks for joining us as always on a Sunday afternoon. Appreciate your time. Cheers, mate. See you, Elliot.